and thank you for tuning in to Sanctuary First, our weekly review. This is a weekly podcast broadcast on Spotify and also in iTunes and also broadcast on Facebook. And of course, you can follow it on the Sanctuary First website, www.sanctuaryfirst.org.uk. And thank you for joining us. Welcome to James Cuthcart, who is one of our resident presenters. Hello, Albert. It's good to be back. Thank you, James. Nice to see you back again tonight. And also to Laura Dagen, who's always with us as well, part of our resident team. Hello. Great to and, be here. Yeah, and we're especially pleased to welcome as our guest this, this evening, uh, Ian Paget, who is a musician and worship leader. I'm looking forward to hearing more about Ian's work because he often features in our Sanctuary First Sunday Live and also on the Sanctuary First Jam Session. And tonight we're going to be thinking about, uh, later on in the programme, we're going to be thinking about uh, the kind of leadership that's needed for the church as we awaken and move into a whole new area uh, uh, beyond, uh, you might say, the pandemic and beyond COVID. How do we develop leadership that is connecting with Christians who perhaps are not attending church buildings, but are very much connected to Christ, perhaps on the internet or in their home groups or within smaller groups within their communities. And that's where we're going to be thinking about and reflecting upon that this evening. But before we get to that, we're going to just start talking about some everyday things. Did you know that you can listen to Sanctuary First and ask Alexa for a prayer? What do you think of that, James? Well, I think we need a demonstration, Albert. That's what I think. I think I think people need to <laughs> to be able to hear this happen. Okay, then let's go for it. Let's see if this works. Okay, Alexa, will you read a prayer from Sanctuary First? Here is a prayer for today. Coming within is coming among. It is like a whole new world. Vast golden fields of wheat, numberless herds grazing on endless plains mighty rivers, majestic mountains and Alexa, space. thank you very much. Anytime. <laughs> Alexa, stop. <laughs> I was going to say, you were very polite there, Albert. That was nice. I like that. And then it got uh, alarmingly tense. She was coming on again. But she it started. She, it started. She actually replied back to me, you're welcome. It's <laughs> quite nice cultivating a nice relationship. Um, on this Zoom call, we trust that you have an Alexa and there's not just a wee person crouched down <laughs> who's reading out the prayers. Do you know, it, the reason why I got this was I'm aware there are a number of people who are in nursing homes or are living on their own and are a, have got a disability. And this allows them mm -hmm. to be at least connect with some of the aspects of the Sanctuary First website. Mm -hmm. And I'm hoping that we might be able to connect into other areas eventually so that it, they can get Bible reading at the moment and they can get a, a, the, the daily prayer. But maybe, a, hopefully in the future, maybe some music and then maybe some of the blogs being read and such like. So that will connect with a whole group of people who might find themselves unable to physically get onto the site because of, because of a handicap. I think that's really, really good, Albert. I think there's real potential there for people, as you've said, who are, are not potent and are possibly not as savvy on their phones or, not as, or as savvy on the, the, the internet to find certain things. And yet, if they can just ask Alexa and Alexa can deliver for them, then I think I think that's a good companion. Absolutely. So again, it, it's, it's a... It's Neil Neil McLennan, who's who's always our guru, who has to do all the kind of uh, coding to make all that happen, and it takes time. And we're always throwing different things to 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 Neil to do, but that but that will be one of them on the list in the future to uh, keep Alexa going with the requests from Sanctuary First. That's fabulous, really fabulous. I think people will be really pleased to hear that. The only thing is, is does it I, I don't have an Alexa, you know, but does does it work with a Scottish accent as uh, strong as mine? <laughs> I'm sure it will. Absolutely. Why don't you try it? Let, let's see if it works. <laughs> okay. Okay. Here we go. 
Yep. Alexa, please read a sanctuary first prayer. She's not picking that up at all. No. Try say hello, Alexa. Hello, Alexa. <laughs> I know. No. You know what's wrong? You know what's wrong? I've got the sound coming into my earphones. Oh, <laughs> coming out. Oh yeah. <laughs> this is cutting edge media professional stuff edge going on. Here. Isn't, it? <laughs> isn't there a wee message there? There is a, a, a there is a moral to all of this. <laughs> we need be. to be tuned into the voice of God to hear the voice of Amen. God. Yes, exactly. How can Alexa hear? <laughs> How can Alexa hear if I've got my earphone my earphones in? I don't. Uh... Well, we need to try and yet yeah. all of us dutifully listen to see if we're, for her to respond. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Didn't occur to us. <laughs> Talking about some of the things in the website to review this week, I, I wondered, uh, you know, what do you think of the work, the, the opportunity now to look at the Connect material in a new way? Oh, this is wonderful. Um, because I think now that people can see that it's not just it's not just for groups you know it's not just groups that want to use it i think people are seeing the benefit of using this connect material for their own personal um bible study that they can journey through the month with um and i think um it's really great albert you know that um we're able to do these um monthly you know kind of live connect as well because it means then people can get a wee flavor of being in a group but then go off and do the the study for themselves as well throughout the month so i think it's um really good that that we're developing this aspect of it as well now yeah do you see the connect button it's on this on the website you know, in the right-hand side, on the little square box, it's divided into four. One of them is connect. And if you connect in that, it takes you through uh, to the current uh, material. Absolutely. And if uh, if you go through the, the menu on the site, so under themes and resources, uh, you can click connect group questions. And I think one of the things that's, that's, that's nice about this idea of connect is that it is so flexible um, that there's no one set way to do a connect group or to uh, use the material so as laura said you know you can use it on your own um, but there's also ways in which you might have uh, like a friend that you text back and forth with or you know like a pen pal or something like that you know or um, uh, perhaps if your workplace has a kind of space for reflection and prayer or something like that really the idea is it's just questions to get you going to start conversation and that might be in your own mind or uh, with family or uh, colleagues or really anyone um, and uh, and it's really nice now with these images that Jack is uh, producing for us that we've got this um, PDF that you can download which is kind of the questions and that's straightforward um, but if you go into the connect section um, there is a little bit a little bit of a more immersive experience that we're building up where there's these different images and you can come in and out of the sections and we're going to develop this over the coming months um, so it becomes even more snazzy because yeah, we like absolutely. to be snazzy from yes. time to time. And we've got introductory like videos, well. yeah. teaching videos for say, five to seven minutes to, to introduce you to the, the topic of the week and hopefully we're going to begin to have the guests coming on to work with me on that so it's not just always me that's doing it uh, but I think that, that this is how we engender a greater interest in bible study this way yeah and I think what's really great is, is about it is, is it's not what you, it's not your typical bible study you know I think the questions are are, are really reflective you know it's um because I know when I've in my in my um, connect group, I think people thought maybe initially they were coming into a Bible study, but the the questions I think are so much you know bigger than that. You know, very reflective about you know practice as well. You know, like life and your faith and life and that this exploring the themes you know really widely. Um, so it's 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 more than a Bible study. 
when mm-hmm. uh, when Albert and I first um, talked about this idea of creating um, resources that people could use um, because uh, a person had come to us and said, oh, do you do anything like this? And so Albert and I thought, well, we better do something like this. So we were like, yes, we can do something like this. And we started working on this idea of the questions. And one of the key things uh, that guided us at the beginning is this idea of not asking a question that we know the answer to. And I think that's the problem sometimes with Bible study material. Uh, some of the stuff you get is that it kind of feels like it's trying to nudge you along a certain path, mm-hmm. like as if it's homework almost. Yes. Like, did you read the passage and did you notice in verse whatever? Whereas, you know, who needs that? Like, come on, it's the Bible's an amazing, rich, wonderful text um, without these hoops to jump through. Um, and really, we're just offering little pockets, little spaces for you to maybe approach it in a new way or a different way. Um, so, um, so yeah, no, we really recommend that folk have a look around. Ian, Ian, I'm just thinking about your experience of Bible study. Has that been a positive experience or is it something that is always challenging? It has been a, I think it's been a mixture. Sometimes uh, it's been a joy to to be connected to uh, to, to others and to share in, in, in that exploratory process and, 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 and hear other, other revelations that God has really brought uh, to to other people, um, but I I, I, I have have also had times where um, I've been frustrated at 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 uh, you know possibly even look, come, having come to a passage and thinking I think this is what what the Word of God is saying, and yet in the midst of the discussion it doesn't really we don't get to explore that or you know so um, I I think when people desire to do that I think it's good for them to be able to to share, to be able to communicate, and to also for others to be able to listen as well, that active listening and then that mm. ability to respond as well. Yeah, because I would imagine as a teacher, that's it, it, we, we could all learn, uh, those of us who are involved in in communication mm. uh, in, in the church, sometimes we, we, do, we, we should be, again, listening to some of the professionals just giving us a, a hint how to do stuff like, Martha used to always say to me when I would be doing the children's address, can I just coach you in this? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, yeah. and sometimes you're right. Sometimes there's, there, there are elements of, of, uh, and ways of sharing something that help, help it become um, embedded. But, and, and also, we have to also make room for the Holy Spirit and just say, do you know what? It's the Holy Spirit that's going to embed things for, in people's mm. hearts and yeah. in their minds. And in some regards, we, we share we share from from our revelation, and yet we allow the Holy Spirit's space to to embed that into other people's hearts. So, if what is not what is what is someone else's testimony is not yours. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, mm, yeah. Absolutely. Um, um, and I think that's a great point, Ian. Just um, just about the idea of of having space, you know, space for the Spirit and space for one another when we gather together. Um, and and sometimes the most interesting and rewarding stuff happens off the beaten track <laughs> when you've left <laughs> all yeah. the material well behind. Um, so yeah. Moving on a wee bit, I'm just responding to you, Laura. Had said to me earlier on this week that it'd been good to have the. Um, have your room for love song up on the website. Oh yeah, and, and it's now there. And uh, but you know, I thought maybe Ray could play just a little bit, and then we could have a quick discussion about where that leads us to, and who that song is really talking to.
Well, yeah. Who do you think it's talking to? Eh? Uh, well, see, whenever whenever I um, was listening to it on um, Sunday, you know, I was thinking, I was thinking about the church, um, you know, and I was thinking about, um, I don't know if it's just because, you know, like I've had, I've had a lot of people on my heart, you know, people who have really blossomed um, within the digital space, you know, digital church, because they feel cut off from, you know, in-person kind of church, let's say. Um, and to me, that really, that that's really spoke to me. But then I was like, the, the you know, you know, your children walk away, you, you let your children walk away from the door. You've got your programs, you know, <laughs> visions and dreams, and I just want to scream. And I'm like, yes, uh-huh, you know. <laughs> yes, I think that's good, um, actually, maybe sum up some church, some church. <laughs> maybe not fully engaging with who the community actually are. And I think there's always this danger, isn't there, of, uh, you know, we get wrapped up, especially like in an institutional church, you know, you get wrapped up in these programmes that are really going to, you know, they're the ones that are going to do something. Um, and and I just love this idea of, like, you know, no walls, you know, we're, we're, you know, we're in this space together, you know, without walls, without barriers. So, so that's what it meant to me, yeah, but... Yeah. Yeah, I just think uh, when Ian and I wrote that a few years back, uh, we were thinking coming out of the Church Without Walls stuff and we were thinking about just how often we've just lost so many, like people walk away, but but or have we room for love, you know, because mm -hmm. love, love, love changes everything, doesn't it? You know, um, love changes everything. Mm, definitely and i think that that reminder to to all of us um to be open to love and to think you know because i think there are small ways in which we end up turning a shoulder away you know turning our head down folding in on ourselves you know just little actions little ways in which we're not we close off to one another um but just that um that ear worm <laughs> that hook in the chorus that's saying but have you have you got a little room have you got just a little room for love and then it opens up kind of like a flower more and more mm. um so no it's just a lovely um lovely reminder i remember being challenged by meeting a trans person in church mm -hmm. and this uh, this person the lady was such a nice person you know and it was at coffee time and she came and sat down beside us, me and Martha, and she said, you know, I just like this church here because she said they've made room for me. I'm accepted here, mm. you know, and and I thought, you know, have your room for love. Hi. And uh, we might struggle to understand trans people, but we shouldn't struggle to love them. Mm -hmm. and, and we can learn to understand these issues. But uh, um, and and I think you know it's this whole area of how we in the church make room for those who are traveling a different uh, who who are on a appear to be on a different place road, but they're not really because they're traveling. They want to find Jesus. They're in search of Jesus. Mm. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing, you know. It's like, I think we've all got something. Sorry, you go, Ian. Sorry, you go. Mm. Oh no, you reminded me. You've, you, uh, this conversation really reminded me about uh, Tony Campolo. Many, many years ago, Tony Campolo came to Glasgow, and he he spoke to the young people there uh, and and the grown-ups i'm sure too uh for 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 a, for a whole week and he spoke specifically uh about the, the the inclusivity of love and how that that was going to be the big test for and continues to be the big test and always was the big test you 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 know the world will know that you disciples you have love you know, one for one for another. And he specifically t told us about the time that uh, he was asked to take uh, the funeral of, of a man that had died and he, he was homosexual. And apparently no one, every, uh, 
many other ministers had refused to take the funeral and so tony said but i'll take the funeral and he was there and it was it was packed out and he 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 did the eulogy and several other things but all, all these all these all these men and women that were there they they didn't leave even though he finished the service and 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 then one by one they started to say could could you could you read the 23rd psalm and they, they they wanted to hear the word of god and then someone said could you could you read that passage in in romans 8 where it says that nothing can separate us from the love of god and he he realized that there was this massive group of people who weren't who weren't attending church because they think that we don't like them and his statement was and they're right and he said but they're looking for god they're looking for god and uh, you're right to ask this question of are we making any any room for these people? Are we making ways for them to engage with God? Because they they they're not finished looking for God, but we we have, we don't make room for them and have not made room for them and struggle to make room for the other. We always struggle to make room for the other. Mm -hmm. And it's it's a it's a word as true as when Tony Campolo said it. I think he probably said it twenty years ago, but that's you know that's that's the truth. If our churches are full of people like us, there's something wrong. Yes. Mm -hmm. If our churches are full of white, white grey haired men, maybe only if they were, but there's usually white grey haired women. But, you know, but so true. If, if our churches, if we, it's not people like us. You know, mm. the gospel is for everyone. The story mm. of salvation and redemption and hope is for everyone. Mm -hmm. you know, I often think about, you know, if if the Bible, like the the New Testament, was like being written just now. You know, if Jesus mm. was, you know walking amongst us just now i know i know he is you know but like you know if it was you know two thousand years forward and you know we had this um you know physical human jesus again you know with us what you just can imagine who who the people were that he would be hanging about with you know who would be his friends totally. and it would maybe not be the people in the church <laughs> <laughs> Do you think you'd be spending all this time doing a wee tour of churches, like standing in church halls and having a wee cup of tea and a biscuit, and then oh, I've got to get to the next church? Like, do we think that's does that ring true? I don't think so. <laughs> you know, can we just move on a wee bit to um, the one of the one of the beautiful prayers that got Gordon Kennedy's been writing some beautiful prayers this week. And last week, I, I was fortunate to get a sight of some of them, and I managed to get Jack to put together um, a little video of one of uh, um, Gordon's prayers. And, and I think it'd be nice just if we could, if we could listen to part of it. And if you can listen to all of this on the site. So if you go onto the Sanctuary First site, www.sanctuaryfirst.org.uk, uh, you, you will be able, under videos, you will get this. Or if you're on looking at the using the new app, it will be under videos. And if you want to listen to the song again, you can hear the song uh, in um, under music in the app. But uh, Ray, could you please uh, that bit? Come and I will send you. The wind blows from the north and blows round again to the north. The waters rain from the clouds and flow in rivers to the seas only to return to the clouds again. Going may also be coming. Being sent is not only one way. Generating Father, source of all light, all that we see and all that we can't see springs from your creative purposes. We worship you. Apostolic Christ, sent by the Father, not to a few, but to many, not for some, but for all. We worship you. Sent and sending spirit, gift of the Father and the Son, baptizing us in your sending, so that we may be sent. We worship you. We thank you that your church is unsleeping, every shore bathed in the morning sunrise and washed in the evening sunset, is home to your children. From every... um, that, that, that's a, <laughs> that video followed on from you, uh, your cover version of Church Without, Not Made With Hands, Ian, 
which I thought you made a, a stunning attempt at trying to to give it a waterboy feel, but not quite. You know, uh, put put your own your own spin on it. By the way, how did you enjoy doing that? I, I love doing that. I had not. Uh, I wasn't familiar with the song until you 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 uh, introduced it to me, and I, I thought, you know, this is this is a powerful song, and I was I was quite. Uh, I was quite moved, and I thought it was quite quite perfect the way that he had 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 actually cre created the song and was singing it, uh, and that that was part of the reason why I, I drew quite I drew heavily from it and wanted to stay quite close to to that version. I was like, no, this is this is a powerful uh, a powerful song with a powerful uh, cry and declaration in the midst of it, you know. Uh, and I thought, no, that's. Um, that's that's a song that I want to that, that I want to do justice to, but I can't stray too far away from this 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 rendition of it because the heart of it was a was a was a strong strong cry, you know, of of this uh this church not made with hands. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful piece of uh of of uh, writing and also uh, the performance of it, you know. So yeah, of course, you know, it, it, it Mike Scott of the Water Boys is a great fan of uh, C.S. Lewis. Mm. And he, he he opens up that song, you know, bye bye Shadowlands, the term yeah. is over and all the holidays have begun, and he uses that. He, he, I mean, he's, Lewis talks about that as you know a picture of a of of, of dying. You know, the, mm. the, that's what it's like. You know, I remember when about school in the summer holidays, you couldn't wait to get out the door. You were away, yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> uh, you know. It, this idea also he ends up that song the Mike Scott you can hear this song you can hear Ian singing this song on the site as well so please go back to the site and listen to Ian's version of it but it ends up taking us into some of the areas that the meditation that he mm. that Gordon Gordon wrote just about realizing that God is everywhere and and this church not made with hands. This, the presence of the Spirit of God drawing us into himself is so important. Uh, and I thought that would be a good way for us to start thinking a wee bit about what this awakening is all about. You know, we can maybe go back, you know, come on to this topic maybe later on this evening if we've got time to talk about the ministry, you know, and the leadership. But mm. it's got to be a church not made with hands in a much wider way, don't you think? Mm. Absolutely. There's a line um, uh, later on in that piece uh, that we uh, didn't see in the clip where Gordon writes, Send us, Lord, to distant shores, to neighbouring streets, to next-door homes. Send us where we are needed to carry your grace. And I think there's just something there in that idea of carrying grace. You know, we're talking about being open to love earlier. And I think we also, we are open to love and we carry grace. The idea that grace is something that happens to us and then we can carry that forward you know almost that pass it on idea um and, and i think the, the more we realize that church is this network of people of souls um and it isn't a bunch of bricks um or a bunch of stone blocks it's um a community that stretches beyond the present one here alive you know like this communion of saints um mm -hmm. and i think Tremendous things can happen if we open ourselves to a little bit more love, a little bit more grace, um, a little bit more forgiveness, and um, we become more than the sum of our parts. Absolutely. Which is a nice lead into a going to get Ray to play a little bit from a Sharon's a latest a song, Sharon from India, one of our, one of, she's our contributors, and she's just recorded a lovely song in Tamil. Uh, and it's had over 200,000 hits on YouTube and they would encourage you to go and have a listen to it on YouTube and increase our hits, increase our volume. But we can have a little talk about this after. But she's singing about God being our refuge and our strength. Uh, uh, but And you can see the translation in English if you go on to the YouTube version. Say you, okay, in Cardi, they 
ஆத்மாவை அமர செய்யும் உம் கை என் காரியத்தை வாய்க்க பண்ணும் Actually, lovely. It's a uh, what a wonderful voice. Oh, so clear, isn't it? Oh, Just yes, so lovely. Hi, um, yes, I really am. Um, oh, that was really captivating. I'll need to go and listen to the the full version of that. Yes, it's beautiful. I mean, I just love her voice, as you say. There's something, but you know, there's something so, so. Um, I think also, just something of the presence of the Spirit of God. Uh, I just looking at like looking at all the expressions on their faces. You know, yes, I really joyful. Joyful, isn't it? And and mm-hmm. humble and and just wonderful. Yeah. Oh, I just marvelous. I know. Yeah. I. Oh well, we're moving into the the bit of the the um, broadcast that I was really looking forward to whenever uh, I seen Albert's notes, because I'm a huge fan of Ian. Oh yes, Yay. <laughs> and I'm like, oh yes, this is so good. <laughs> I get the question, Ian. <laughs> Because that's the thing, though. I think people are really enjoying your music, Ian. They're really enjoying seeing you play um, in the mm. services, and they're also really enjoying you on the Friday Jam. So mm. it, it would be great for um, people to find out a wee bit more about you. I'm sure I'm not the only fan. <laughs> uh, I'm sure there's a few others. There's a few others. So that's, that's <laughs> more than happy, more than happy to accommodate. You know, it has, it's been actually a really, a really great experience. Uh, and a real great joy uh, to to be able to do certain songs uh, and to to allow that to be part to of uh, of the services and it's, it has been a joy you know and it's, it's been a journey as well because I actually uh, remember working with Albert and James you know several several years ago and uh, doing doing some live things uh, when when Sanctuary first was still uh, was it was still in the cradle or still in somewhere um, and mm-hmm. and and you know it was it was uh, it was it was it's it's been a joy to see it progress and how it has manifested uh in in this time how it's, how it's actually reached reached a level of maturity I, I, I don't know if it's if it's an adult yet maybe a teenager but um but i work with teenagers so that's good uh so you know like like it's just it's in it's in this new place and uh it's it's been great to share in that context and i, I was looking back over the songs that i have had the the pleasure and, and honor of of doing and i was i was I was really, really pleased. I was really joyous. I was thanking God and saying, God, thank you for this opportunity. It's just been, been wonderful uh, so far. The journey so far has been excellent. Aye, uh, it's same. So, so you're a teacher um, and you're also, so, but if you, if you let us know a wee bit about, um, about your background in music and, you know, what, ins- what's inspired you over the years and, and like what inspires your, your own work as well. Um, okay, uh, so yeah, yeah, I'm a, t- I'm a teacher. I, I train to be a teacher. When I, um, but my one of one of my great loves is is music, and uh, I have to have to go back to uh, a dark and and dingy uh, church hall, Church of Scotland church hall, where uh, I I heard uh, a band called Where's Enoch 
Now, I don't know if you, anyone will ever remember them, but um, they were a band called Where's Enoch? And I was blown away. I mean, I was honestly blown away. I had heard, I'd, I'd been a lover of church music and, and of hymns and of choirs especially. And then I heard this and it was, it must have been, you know, it was my version of, of hearing, you know, Bruce Springsteen for the first time or, or Buddy Holly coming on the radio for the first time. I don't, I don't know, but it was my version. It was my time for that. And it, I just, I, I just went, wow, they're allowed to do that. They're expressing their faith in their own words with their own music uh you know with an electric guitar and i i was i was i was sold i was sold straight away i saved all summer <laughs> and i bought an electric guitar and and then then very much like bruce springsteen i had to figure out how to play it um <laughs> So, so uh, you know that the, 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 sometimes the inspiration comes first, and then the, the all the sweat and actually trying to learn learn something comes second. But I, I was inspired. I bought a guitar and I started to 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 work on that, and um, that led to me starting a band. Uh, age age about sixteen, seventeen. Yeah, sixteen, uh, seventeen. I had come back from Northern Ireland. At that point, I spent the summer in Northern Ireland and had been inspired by an amazing guy who, who led, led praise and worship with children, uh, a chap called Nigel Mulholland, and he was just so good. He captivated and drew everyone into to praising God, and and, and I was I, again I was inspired, and I came back and I, I had songs to share, and so I basically gathered the youth group around and said, "We're going to be a youth. We're going to be a singing group now because I've got songs that we're going to share," and that that started the journey of us playing 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 to many women's guilds and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and some evening services and 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 for 10 years we we became a band that toured around um and, and we're very blessed to tour around you know really most of scotland and uh occasionally delved down into england but uh but stuck up here really stuck up here uh and and i continued that until until i moved away to to canada and i was, I was away there for several years um and during that time uh, i really i hadn't done I hadn't really engaged with any praise or worship songs. I'd, we'd just been writing our own songs very much in, in the elk of what I'd seen. But while I was in Canada, I, re, I realized that um, the Lord also, that that songwriting talent can be used to to write your own praise songs and that they, they have um, strength and validity. And uh, it doesn't mean that they're, just because you, you write them doesn't mean they're better than him or, or another written song, um, but they, they have their own validity because they're coming from your testimony, from your experience as well. Mm. And so uh, returning from, from Canada and, and, and living here now, I have, I have I've started to really write a mixture of songs, a mixture of children's praise songs, um, praise, praise and worship songs in general, uh, devotional songs and uh, outreach and uh, gospel orientated songs as well. And so uh, my, my, my focus, I'm not trying to be a rock star anymore, but uh, I, you know, I, I still get asked onto the occasional stage and that's fun. You know, it's really fun too. It's an all glory to God. I, um, I have to say, actually, probably the most recent stage that I found was the street. And the, the, the street, uh, this came out of necessity. I was working, I was with the church and uh, we were, uh, we were doing outreach on on the streets, but uh, unfortunately, we lost the premises that we were we were in and found ourselves literally on the street. Uh, so uh, we began to do our church services, our Sunday services, uh, on the street, uh, come rain, hail, or snow, and obviously finding musicians that are willing to do that with you is, is quite <laughs> challenging. But we had a, a stalwart group, and they they came out and we 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 ministered to. Uh, this is Falkirk. We ministered to the, the town of Falkirk uh, from from the bandstand for for two over two years. Uh, just every Sunday, every Sunday we had a Sunday service, and uh, we, we ministered to people on their way home from Saturday night. We ministered to people on the way uh, shopping. We ministered to people who were just was just out, you know. Um, but what we found was very much uh, in line with what Tony Kapoor said, is that people on the street are actually hungry and interested about God. And uh, are, may, they may not have had the ability to go into church or had their own reasons for not going to church at the time, but it didn't mean that they, they were closed off to God. You know, and so the street became an amazing place for us to continue uh, to do that. And we, we, we did that, uh, as I said, for several years. So... 
Oh, that's same. Um, and did did you find that um, that you're you know because I'm thinking and this is just me kind of you know you know kind of music, <clears throat> but like whenever you're um, when you're performing your own songs, you know, and like what you said about your your testimony, mm. you know, like is coming through in that. Do you find that that's like a powerful, like if you're singing in the street, do you find that's a powerful tool to connect with people, you know, because that's, it's, is it more authentic than perhaps, you know, them hearing a song that, or that they've, you know, they've heard the churchy folks sing, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it can be. Um, I, I think sometimes it can be. Uh, also, you, I think as a, a singer, you, I need to be aware of, um, my of, of what I'm what I'm sharing with the people uh, on the street and and why you know if I'm sharing it because I'm just trying to get everything out well not everyone wants to see everything everyone can put out you know um, uh, so so it's not all appropriate you know um, <laughs> sometimes it can be relevant it's especially if you're sharing from from the heart especially if you're sharing uh, about the trials one about you your, your trials and the, the triumph and the solution that has come through through God. So uh, I, I've found that some of the most powerful songs are songs that speak very, very much about truth, uh, about the truth of situ people's situations, whether that's mine or whether that's someone else's that I'm, I'm, I'm singing. Uh, and more importantly, is there an answer for that? Is there an answer for that situation? Is there an answer for uh, that, that dilemma? The, the song, I, I remember... Uh, in our girl street singing the song uh, ain't no grave and i was i was blown away at what was happening on the street there were there were men and women who 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 walked away and then just walked back because they they were being drawn back by this song because something in them you know the refrain in that song is um ain't no grave gonna gonna hold my body down um if if he walked out of the grave if, if jesus walked out of the grave i'm walking too mm -hmm. and we we just appropriated that and said you know what things may have died in your life but but here's the invitation jesus walked out of the grave are you going to walk out of there too walk out of the condemnation walk out of the loss walk out of the bankruptcy walk out uh of of, of the relationships that have ended that have put you into depression no walk out of that and start afresh and start anew because that is the the goal gospel the gospel is the nuts and bolts the gospel is the nitty-gritty the gospel are the things that, that 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 hurt you the most that jesus came to die for the most and transform the most and bring life to he is a gospel of life and so so it sounds strange but I, you know that's what i'm singing as mm -hmm. i'm singing yes. that song that's exactly. that's how i'm singing it and i saw it arrest this guy i saw it arrest this guy across across from me in, in argyle street i saw him stop and i saw him identify within himself the, the the areas of death the areas that people have tried to bury him the situations that had tried to bury him and overwhelm him and i saw him make a decision that he was going to walk out of that grave because jesus was saying you can you can. I've done it. You can do it. You, I, I've, I'm here to bring you life in all its fullness. And if uh, seeing that happen is 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 the most beautiful moment uh, as as a as a performer, as a singer, as as a as as a as a singing evangelist, I guess you know, uh, because because yeah. I'm I'm presenting I'm presenting something that is true to me, um, but I, I'm not afraid. To, and, and sometimes it may well be better to use someone else's song if they've written a better song about that then yes i'm going to i'm going to, i'm going to sing that um and and i have i have no bones about that and i've and i've realized that sometimes the best thing i can do is sing a hymn you mm. know as well mm. uh because there, there's a connection that happens in that moment in in that very moment there's a connection that can happen for for someone for who, who recognizes that or who hears the truth in the midst of it uh and i've seen the transformative power of that too i've seen people just 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 captivated by by a hymn that they they knew and they haven't heard in years and years because they stopped because something happened or, or, or who knows what but all of a sudden they hear they hear that song and it, and it, and it ministers the truth of it ministers to them again as the spirit just works on on their heart and it's not about it was not in any vein uh, for me to try and get people to go back to church we were having church 
on the streets. Oh, yes. Amen. 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 Oh, yes. Yes. Hi. Oh, just don't. Oh, I'm on fire for this. Yeah, but. Oh, that is it. That's it. That is, it. That is church. And do, you, do you know it was really nice? I, I remember doing that. I remember being. I remember the, the very first time I went out onto a girl street, and I because I, I did that in Glasgow mainly on a girl street. And I remember the first time I went out. I went out about three or four times, and there was this one guy, and he sat opposite me for for two hours, because I played for two hours. I played until I played until the battery gave up, because it's like, well, you can just sing, so why not? So I, I did it <laughs> for two hours, and. The, the battery eventually gave out. This guy came up and said hi and introduced himself and uh, just just thanked me for 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 doing this. And and he was a Christian and he so he'd been praying and just asking and praying, Lord, let people let your Holy Spirit affect people. Let the truth of this be useful. And uh, I actually went that that next Sunday. I went to a church in Glasgow. I just happened to thought I'll go and visit this church, and he the guy was there. I was actually I was, I was actually sitting next to him in worship. Um, or in front of him and and, and worship the the very the very Sunday after that and what oh no sorry it was a few Sundays after that that I, that I went there and uh, he told me he said um, I made the decision he said I'm going out onto the street now I'm I'm taking I'm taking church out and and that's that's what he did and I realized that sometimes as you go and you do that you actually create a space you provoke one another to love and good deeds you know you provoke mm-hmm. one another to to the thing that they can do to the truth that they can bring and that doesn't have to be musically on the streets for everyone that that might be in the way that someone uh conducts their produces art uh and and connects with people in in different social settings but for me as a musician god god has given me a voice and mm. for me I, i've recognized the one of the callings of my life is to take my voice and to use that you know um so that's 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 what i that's what i'm about i'm glad you're back with us laura there i thought i was <laughs> going to have to continue the interview without you <laughs> we uh we lost uh, laura there for a moment listeners but uh, as laura reconnects <laughs> to the audio um just like thank you so much ian that is amazing and it's been so lovely to hear um a bit more about your approach and kind of ethos and and that idea you know in terms of what albert was saying tonight about leadership and and thinking a little bit about leadership but the idea that actually we're all leaders aren't we you know and, and when you were saying there at the end you know about the different things that we might do you know where where can we be church and offer leadership where we are you know and so music is a fantastic vibrant way of doing that um but yeah. there are uh, so many ways that we can actually lead one another um so that's just oh that's smashing that we got all inspired there didn't we laura it's too much for me and that's why i get bumped out <laughs> oh yeah listen it's great having you it's great having you hopefully you'll be able to give us a song to go out with tonight but uh, i thought we could just uh Sorry, we can't have Gordon Kennedy with us tonight. He's not able to join us. But uh, at this point, we were going to be talking to Gordon about some of his uh, prayers and reflections. But also, we wanted to have a continue that discussion we had on Sunday. And if you've not heard this, you can listen to the discussion that we had last Sunday live on Sanctuary First Day, the live service, where we started to talk about the, the reading in Ephesians chapter 4, where we're talking about what we need to grow up to become mature Christian men and women growing up into the full stature of Christ. And the, that in that passage in Ephesians, the Apostle Paul talks about how God has given gifts to the people of God and to be, to be part of his body. We're all, but we all bring our, but he's giving these gifts to be used for the building up of God's people and one of the areas which he's talking about the, in the gifts of leadership in, in the apostolic the, the apostolic gift of the, the, the apostles were bringing the word. They had met Jesus. But also there's this other concept of the, the apostles who, who, who would start new things, go to new places to begin new forms of ministry. And then there was the teachers and then there was the evangelists and the prophets. And the question we were asking ourselves is, where are these people? in the lives of the churches today and and uh, you know how do we encourage these uh, these kind of leadership these kind of leaders to 
take their place within the life of the church. It's not it's, it's, it's not without its difficulties and fraught with its dangers. Well, exactly. I think maybe that's, I think that's something that, um, I think specifically within the Church of Scotland, I think we've maybe shied away from, you know, some of the gifts of the Spirit. Um, you know, because I think if they're not handled, you know, if they, they can be a wee bit chaotic, and you know, if, we're, if gifts devices. are not nurtured, you know, <laughs> wisely, um, and they can, you know, maybe they can, it, so you need to, when you see that people have these gifts, you know, it, I think we have a duty to, you know, nurture them and and guide people in the right direction, you know, so as that, that they feel, they feel confident, you know, to be able to share them and but to use the gifts that they've been given, you know, by the Spirit, you know, to really connect with God and ask, how are you guiding me? How, how Lord, do I use these? And always be prayerful about it, you know, and know that these gifts come from God. They don't come from, you know, it's, you know, it's like it's a... Maggie's no doing it on her own steam, you know, it's coming, it's coming <laughs> from God and it's God that's doing the work and Aye. it's God that's, you know, bringing about, you know, perhaps, you know, healing or it's God that's delivering a prophetic word. Um, but I think, you know, that God gives, I think, and, and I think leaders within the church as well, it's easy, I've got me on my high horse here, this is something I feel quite passionate about. <laughs> But I think leaders within the church actually as well have to be able to trust the guidance that God's given them, you know, especially mm. I think in regards to, you know, um, you know, prophetic, you know, the direction that God's wanting to lead people mm. in and take them and the word that he's given them, you know, have confidence in it. You know, I remember preaching a sermon and it's always stuck in my mind, the gifts without the graces. Mm. You see, and if you don't have the graces, and what are the graces? The graces are the fruit of the Spirit. Notice not the fruits of the Spirit, but the fruit of the Spirit, the mm. graces. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, humility. And if we have these, mm -hmm. and then we use the gifts, do you know, there is a humility that comes upon someone who's gifted in that way. It's it's when people think, I've got a right, I'm going to say, this is what I'm saying, God's told me to tell you this and that. <laughs> you know, and, and it's completely wrong mm. because the grace isn't there. Yes, exactly. You know, and nobody's going to listen to you yes. if you don't have the grace. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah. And I think these, these gifts of the Spirit are intended for community and that's where mm -hmm. they are realised. So I think there's the reason why you know the the gift of, of of doing something and then the gift of understanding it is often separated um not because you know there's only so much to go around or that can fit into a person or whatever but actually because the relationship is part of what matters and we need to be like ian was saying this kind of active listening we need to be paying attention to one another and kind of noticing what um what people's experience of god is and how that um opens things up for us and there was actually a line in um gordon's prayers that i just wanted to to highlight on this which was this idea he says um promised holy spirit may we glorify your name in our lives be the seal upon our lives empower us to live as heirs of god's kingdom inhabiting the wide open spaces of grace and then he goes on, but just that phrase, the wide open spaces of grace. And so when Ian was talking about the open air church, you know, I think we need to be, do we need room, right? We need, you know, yes. Albert, you were saying, but have we got room for love? But like, do we need to be a bit more expansive? Do we need to go out there and be in the yeah, streets yeah. and have the gifts of whatever we've got, the passions we've got, the, the callings we've got, but actually live them out there um, in the wide open mm. spaces of grace? Do you know, I think that's maybe a good point for us to stop at this point and invite Ian to give us a song to go out on because it's just coming on for coming up for five to ten. And it would just give you a chance, Ian, to maybe share a song with you with us this evening. <clears throat> Love to. Uh, I, I, I want to do a song called All Together. Actually, I did it this afternoon, but I, I, it's a song um, that is all about the 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 dance if you've ever been to a Cayley 
then uh, and, you, and you start dancing with a group of other people, whether it's in a set dance or, or, or a large altogether dance, you get to that point where you, you don't know who the leader is and you don't know who the follower is. <laughs> and, and there's there's this mixture going on. There's this participatory engagement that's happening. Uh, it's, 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 it's a unity. It's a, it's a tri-unity, as some people have said, uh, trying to understand the Trinity. But it's larger than that. It's all of us all together with the Spirit and with, with God. And uh, th this song, for me, has always captured that. So maybe try and imagine that. And, uh, and maybe that's an inspirational uh, musical element for, for tonight as you think about the church and about moving forwards. at our heels and on reflection we rebuild and we restore we share the glory of the father as we dance around the floor all together all as one all together endlessly we're dancing now Upon these dancing feet We're shape and shadowless Revolving to the one eternal beat With hearts connected We will turn the other around We share the glory of the Father As we dance upon the ground All together All as one all together endlessly we're dancing on all together all as one all together endlessly we're dancing on we'll stay forever here Within these timeless walls We'll stay forever here No matter how the turning silver falls Exhilarated, we've seen this place before We share the glory of the Father As we dance around the floor All together, all as one all together endlessly we're dancing on all together all as one all together endlessly we're dancing on <laughs> that was cracking. Brilliant. Thank, Thank you, you so much, Ian, for that. Thank you for joining us tonight. Those of you who have been listening in from different parts of the world, hey, we know people have been looking in. We've, we've traveled different parts of the world. We've been to India and uh, we've been, we've been uh, to Falkirk. <laughs> <laughs> a great yes. place. Absolutely. <laughs> and, uh, but more than anything else, I hope we've been in a place where we've all felt welcomed and welcome to think more about what it means to engage with the wide open, expansive spaces of God's grace. I encourage you to go onto the Sanctuary First website or go and download our app from the, the, the app shop if it's a, an Apple a, a device you have. But fear not, we will have something for the Android device in the next few weeks so you can download the, the Sanctuary First app. But can I remind you that we have a service on Sunday. James, you want to say something about that before we go? 
Well, yes, we are. We're beginning a new theme, uh, reset, and uh, we're going to be thinking about rediscovery. Well, yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> Just so, thought I'd keep it short and sweet. Keep, it short and sweet. Great, <laughs> keep them guessing. Great. Keep shorter them guessing. Than yeah, keep shorter guessing. than expected. Exactly. I hear you looking for more, but I'm not giving you more. <laughs> <laughs> Well, listen, uh, thank you to Ian Padgett, to Laura Dagen, and to James Cuthcart, and of course to uh, Ray Manger, our technical uh, support, uh, and here on the Friday Night Review. And more of all, more than anything, thank you to you for listening in, and we'd love to hear from you. Get in touch with us. You can always get in touch with us at contact at sanctuaryfirst.org.uk. But until next Friday, Let's catch up again with another Friday night review. Until then, good night and have a great weekend.